ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And do you know I have some family members who hate for me to say that? The only reason why they hate it because they know they are against what I'm preaching. And they think I'm going to change because they're family. And I'm not. I'm not. Because I know I'm right. Because I know the Bible is right. Be that as it may. Uh standing between the living and the dead the standing between the living and the dead service family members my beloved uh, this is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family <coughs> devotional reading of Charles Spurgeon's Treasury of David my son Daniel Ezekiel and I started this 152 episodes ago and it has turned out uh, to be uh, one of the favorites that people like. <coughs> it's one of the podcasts that gets the most likes and all of that. Uh, it's a daunting task. This was a life's work of a man. Uh, and uh, and I told my son Daniel Ezekiel, my youngest son, that I doubt if I will live to see the end of it. So I told him, you need to finish it once I die. Anyway, Psalm 17:2, let my sentence come forth from thy presence. Let thine eyes behold the things that are equal. And Dr. Spurgeon goes on to expound, to operate. My dad, Bishop Daniel White Jr., I guess he picked it up from the Jews. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a small time operator. He's a small, he's a small, uh, small time operator, yeah, you know. Well, Spurgeon was a big-time operator. He operated on the Word and did a great job. I oftentimes say that Spurgeon had the mother load of anointing, dripping with unction and anointing from on high. I've never seen a preacher take one verse. He can take, he can take a, a phrase and preach, preach a whole, preach the daylights out of it. Let my sentence come forth from thy presence. The psalmist has now grown bold by the strengthening influence of prayer. And prayer will do that for you. I dare you. If you're saved, I double dog dare you. I don't care how low you be feeling. How low to the ground you are. How weak you may feel. There's an old song sung by the bluegrass Christian singers. A little talk with Jesus will make it all right. And what really happens is, as you pray to God in the name of Jesus, (laughs) strength comes from somewhere. 
to deal with your situation. As I told you, I'm facing the empty mess, but the Lord, the Lord told me something I've never heard before. Wait a minute. How can it be an empty nest and I'm here? <laughs> Jesus is here. Huh? Uh, how, how about that? Huh? How about that? Oh no, but you want... Yeah, I want people around me. But you didn't want them around you when they were, when they were here. Okay? So let uh, for all that, that, that talk. I feel so lonely. Well, why were you so mean when they were here? I'm down in the press because my last children left, and but but you didn't say that uh, you didn't show that when they were were there. You didn't love on them then. You didn't hug on them then. So what what is all this? What is all of this? Uh, see, you don't even have a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's why you're so down in the dumps. These the, the these children are gods. Okay. How does Jesus feel? You talking about this is an emptiness. This is not an emptiness. When you have Jesus, Jesus can take the place of 10 million children, man. And he didn't give you, see, you got your mind is messed up. He didn't give you the children to keep for the rest of your life. Man, woman. And so if you're depressed, defeated, and sad because your children are gone that you didn't want to spend time with when you had them, huh? Billy Graham said, you're going to even miss the ones that had a bad attitude. <laughs> Dr. T.D. Jake said, uh, one Thanksgiving, yeah, it's, you know, he has a, he's an old soul, you know, old soul man, okay. So, he goes deep, he can just, he can just come up with anything and it's, it's going to do something. And he said, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, be thankful that you got somebody to fuss with. Hello. Hmm. How about that? But Jesus is with you. He said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. So what's all this sadness and down in the dumps? You you, you regret. Because you did not leave it on the field, my beloved. The parenting field, you got to leave it all. If you want to be a champion like Brady, if you want to be a champion like uh, Michael Jordan, Steph might get there. He keep on shooting that pill like that. Yeah, he might get there to that status. So is he there? No, no. He, I thought he was there. No, he's not there yet. No, he's not up there with Michael. <clears throat> Pardon me. He's not. He's not up there with Gretzky. I don't care. He's my. He's a. He's a great Christian brother. He's my homeboy. He's from North Kekalaki. I, I like him. I, he, as long as he keep on pointing to Jesus, I'm. I'm good. I got a pastor friend in North Carolina who who, who loves Steph Curry too and loves the Golden. Uh, state warriors and uh, he made a mistake though uh, Steph Curry made a mistake he won something won a championship or something championship or something and he didn't give God the glory that passed out 
mm -mm, I can't stand that. That's the only reason why I liked him, because he gave God the glory all the time. I said, well, you know, give him a chance. Yeah, he'll get back to it. But he's not up there with Michael. Stop talking like that. That's crazy talk. He's not up there with Gretzky. He's not up there with Brady yet. But he can get there. He can get there. Anyway. And he now entreats the judge of all the earth to give sentence upon his case. He has been libeled, basely, basely and maliciously libeled. And having brought his action before the high court, he, like an innocent man, he, like an innocent man, has no desire to escape the inquiry, but even invites and, if you will, sues for judgment. Come on with it. Come on with it. Whatever you're going to do, go ahead and do it. Because, see, God has a way uh, to cause your helicopters to crash. God has a way to stop your foolishness. And God has a universal law that you will reap what you sow. Come on with it. Do whatever you're going to do, do it. Do it. See, an innocent man like Jesus, he's not going to say a mumbling word. That's what the old black preachers used to say. A mumbling word. I don't think that's, that's not in the Bible. My old black preachers. I don't know where you got, But the, the old black preachers said that thousands of times. He didn't say a mumbling word. That means he didn't say anything to Pilate. And I still, I still... I know Dr. T.D. Jakes does not like me anymore. I still want somebody. I know his friend uh, who just got a divorce from Megan Good does not like me either. But I still want somebody to contact Denzel Washington to do, I think my wife told me it was a soliloquy or something like that. Not playing Jesus, playing Pilate. I can I. I, I, I believe that he can play the daylights out of that. I can, I can see Denzel Washington and in, in, uh, in, in only the way he can do it. You're not going to talk to me? Huh? And the, the, the quivering of the lip, you know. I'm polished. <laughs> I, I got your life in my hands. Uh, you're not going to talk to me? Huh? I still want him to do that. I don't care if it's just 30 minutes. No, no, no Jesus. No, nobody playing Jesus. He's he just doing it by himself. He, can, he, he has the power in his acting to do that. I, I guarantee you it would be unforgettable. Next Easter, if the Lord tells his coming and we live, that would be magnificent. On the big screen. And then on streaming, <laughs> of course. He does not ask for secrecy, but would have the result come forth to the world. He's going to bring it all out. 
You big and bad, bring it all out now. Let's get it out of here. Come on. You want you you want to roll? Let's roll. Bring it all out. Cause see, an innocent man is not concerned about people believing the lie. Because see, you don't understand something about God. You take a John MacArthur, this little woman trying to bring down the great. I told her to leave him alone. I don't care what you forget about it. <laughs> you're wasting your time. Now you pull some others down, but you're not pulling this one down. Nobody believes it. And he was honored and held in high esteem and respected at at the big Southern Baptist Convention meeting just a few days ago. Nobody believes that. The great Dr. Vardy Bosham, nobody believes the lynching attacks against him. Nobody believes it. You don't need to say anything about it. Please, let it go. He, he would have sentenced, pronounced, with executed forthwith, and executed forthwith. In some matters, we may venture to be as bold as this, but except we can plead something better than our own supposed innocence. It were terrible presumption thus to challenge the judgment of a sin-hating God. With Jesus as our complete and all-glorious righteousness, we need not fear, though the day of judgment should commence at once and hell open her mouth at our feet. <clears throat> Director, Director Daniel Ezekiel, take care uh, what's on the audio uh, and video screen. but might joyfully prove the truth of our hymn writer's holy boast. Bold shall I stand in that great day, for who ought to my charge shall lay, while through thy blood absolved I am from sin's tremendous curse and shame. Let thine eyes behold the things that are equal. Believers do not desire any other judge than God, Amen. You know the name that I roll with that God has given to me? Names evidently mean a lot. It means God is my judge. See, see, there's no need of lying about my sins, my faults, and my failures because God already knows all about them. And the same goes for you, whatever your name is. Stop lying. Tell the truth and shame the devil. So when people come in, come to accuse you, I say, well, I mean, I've been, I've been telling you that for years. There's no uh, secret about that. So, so what? I, I've been, I, I, I've already told you about that. I've been preaching that and saying that and being transparent about that for years. So what? Okay, next, what else you got? Huh? See, when you're dead in Christ, these things do not matter. 
and and be prepared. Be prepared, like the saints of old in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, to be falsely accused and lied on, trumped up charges. You know, there's some people in this world who can lie and and without batting an eye. Knowing that they're lying and it's not true. You don't have to defend yourself. You let them keep on lying. It's going to ring hollow to everybody. Believers do not desire any other judge than God or to be excused from judgment. Mm -mm, no. Or even to be judged on principles of partiality. No, our hope does not lie in the prospect of favoritism. You know, bribing people and, you know, hooking up with certain people and, and being in good with them and doing a little sin with them and all that to, to get by. That's not, that's not uh, <clears throat> the, the God kind of favor anyway. The God kind of favor, God will give you favor if you love him back and if you obey him. Jesus Christ said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Mm -mm. <clears throat> Getting money by doing evil things and hooking up with devilish people uh, is not favor. Buying a whole bunch of junk on credit is not favor. That's credit. I am thankful to God that finally the Southern Baptist Convention, because many evangelicals were getting sucked into the demonic prosperity gospel. I think they call it in college syncretism. It was happening. You know, they were kind of mixing it up there a little bit. And uh, thank God they finally ran back and said prosperity gospel is evil. And it is. That gospel does not work, work that well during the plague, does it? Look at me real good. Don't buy you in yet. Huh? Where are you prosperity gospel preachers at anyway? You, know, you don't hear too much about them now. Dr. T.D. Jakes, Joyce Meyer, Joe Osteen, and myself and others shut down these preachers getting on TV during the plague, looking stupid, talking about giving me $10 billion, a million dollars to buy a plane. Are you kidding me? Go sit down somewhere, man. I called I call upon those three because they're not prosperity preachers. They're prosperous. Some people try to claim them to be in the prosperity of God. When you're a pastor like that, you don't, I mean, other people, people can claim you all you want, but that's not what they are about. It just so happens that they're so, God has blessed them with a platform and favor that one book makes them a million dollars. So, you're a millionaire. So, the church, it's not money from the church. 
they may ask for an offering for the church ministries, but they give in the offering themselves. Those three are not about the money. They're about the word, whether you like it or not. Okay? And I called upon them to, to rebuke Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar, and all of them talking stupid in the play. And let me just tell some of the rest of you rich Christians and you rich celebrities, will you get out of the face of the billions of poor people who don't have a pot to piss in? Uh, excuse me, Dr. Evans. Excuse me, Dr. Russell Moore. Excuse me, Dr. Brown. I love you and I respect you. And I know you don't want me to say things like that. I already know. But I'm going to keep on. I'm going to say what I need to say. You, all, you say the way you need to say it. I'm going to say it the way I need to say it. Because these people are not hearing y'all. <laughs> uh, I got to wake them up. Because it's, it's, so, it's tilted so bad over here. We got. I'm trying to right the ship along with you, and, and, and you doing your thing. I'm doing all we trying, but you know, some of these people don't understand. Okay, some of you people, always down in St. Bath's, always down in some island we never heard of, on a yacht. Why do you need to take a picture of all that and show all that to all the poor people in the world? Who, people who are hardly able to put gas in the tank. I saw a man on the side of the road today. Gas. Ran out of gas. A lot of people are running out of gas. Not too many black folk running out of gas. because They don't roll like that. Dude. That's... No, we got the plan a little bit better than that. Because we don't want to be walking with no gas can. <laughs> no, 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 no. We we gonna get up. We gonna get out of Egypt before we go anywhere. We're not gonna be chancing it in hope. Uh, uh no, no, no. Not not in a hundred and something degrees. No, man. You gotta be kidding me. Uh, uh and you definitely don't want to be in the car with no gas. Now you you know my policy. I I I, uh, I do not care about helping a man on the side of the road. Now if it was a woman and children, I would be more inclined to do that. But if you're a man, you got to get it, brother. And especially by yourself. Now if your wife and children with you, that's another thing. But you got to get it. You got to get you a can or a bottle or something, and you're going to have to get your gas, man. You're going to find this gas station. And I'm not picking you up, and you're not going to stink up my car with that. That's, my, that's been my policy for years. And man, you got to get it. You got you to hoof it. God bless you. No, our hope does not lie in the prospect of favoritism with man, you know, trying to hook up with certain people and uh, to get the money and this, that, and the other, you know. You'll you lie, you cheat, you steal, you have sex with them, you do whatever to get that money. A true blue Christian is not down for that. From favoritism... We, we want favor from God. 
and the consequent suspension of his law, we expect to be judged on the same principles as other men and through the blood and righteousness of our Redeemer, Jesus Christ our Lord. We shall pass the ordeal unscathed. The Lord will weigh us in the scales of justice fairly and justly. He will not use false weights to permit us to escape but with the sternest equity, those balances will be used upon us as well as upon others. And with our blessed Lord Jesus Christ as our all in all, we tremble not, for we shall not be found wanting. In David's case, he felt his cause to be so right that he simply desired the divine eyes to rest upon the matter. I call on our director to, uh, to handle the issue on the audio video screen. And he was confident that equity would give him all that he needed. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word and thank you Lord for your servant that you gifted to expound your holy word deeper than oftentimes we can even go. Help us to remember it, help us to meditate on it, help us to comprehend it, help us to understand it, help us to obey it and apply it to our lives. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend, thank you for listening to the White House family reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Here's how you can be saved from hell and walk with the Lord throughout this life and in the life to come. In that wonderful place called heaven. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Holy Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, dear friend, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now as I speak. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, 
but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death. Now dear friend, that is all very bad news. But here's the good news. I have some good news for you. It's called the gospel. Gospel means good news. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So just believe in your heart, my dear friend, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ paid your sin debt, that you owe God. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins as the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for the sins of the whole world. Jesus Christ went through hell and went to hell for you so that you would not have to go to hell. He was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you and for me and for everybody so that we can live eternally with him in heaven. He did it for you and me. He did it for us. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9, and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, you ask? Saved from hell. Saved to what, you ask? Saved to heaven to be with God and to be with Jesus Christ and to be with the angels and the saints of God forever. My dear friend, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead uh, by the power of God. Trust in him today. Believe in the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ today and uh, in your heart. And please pray with me this simple prayer called the sinner's prayer which should be a reflection of your heart, of what you want to say to God since you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I have done some bad things in my life in your sight. I am sorry for my sins, and today I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me, and please forgive me 
of all of my sins. Please forgive me of all of my failures and my faults, as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul from the hell that I deserve and save my soul to the heaven that I don't deserve. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a proper request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.